Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I hope you are all doing well. And we get to chit-chat a little bit about our lovely emotional those who are in love. And that's because a functional adult knows their ventral vagal state. So in their relationships, whether a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult or just an adult, they know how to chit-chat. And I'm doing my best to reorganize as we move forward so that I can just talk to you from the human love narrative every now and then, though, there are things that come up. So we're going to try and stay on track. And if you have questions, let me know. Obviously, there's FAQs for paid subscribers. And that's when you find that uh, channeled guidance and support for personal development is something you want. So you have a specific question that you know from having tuned in to podcasts that I can support you with. And it does not involve tarot or Akashic Record readings or Reiki. However, the Universal Love Transmission sessions, there are requests that you can make. There's a page for that one. As for tarot, I do do tarot guidance. But again, uh, I mean, if you have a specific request, of course, I can share that. But the podcasts are open to all. So just keep that in mind. Uh, it's not a personal tarot reading, so uh, I can make it personal, but all other people will hear it too, is what I'm trying to get to. And that's for now. I, I could decide to do something differently, but I don't do tarot readings in the absence of personal development, so I don't actually want to support that. I want to support that if you want mentorship, and that's not recorded, that's you and I, and you do mentorship. Okay, so on that note... There is a landing page for one-to-one -one mentorship with all of the tarot or Kashuk or Reiki if you're looking into that with the inner growth mindset. And like I said, for universal love transmission sessions, there's also something on there. So besides that, paid subscribers for podcast only, YouTube will be when we get to 1,000. And that will work in a certain way, but different than here. When you have emotionally mature people, it's because they show up fully, completely, they have fun, and they're open-hearted. They don't work out, they don't do these things, why it's such a challenge for me to address. And by the way, my lovely little app does uh, have issues still. So forgive the da, 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 whatever it is that it cut out, potentially, because I don't have the time to filter through it all, and I won't change the app because there are not any better apps. And if any of you have suggestions, please share. I have an Android, so please share. On that note, again, back to us. Uh, when you meet people who are grown-ups, it's nice because you have fun and they don't have boxing gloves. But you meet a lot of people who are human suffering, and so there you go. And they get all up in, in their implicit biases without taking ownership. And so there's only so many ways before sometimes I get passionate as I'm trying to share food for thought and then I get reminded of the people who are in teenage land. So long story short though, when we're around people who are not, it's really nice because we get to consistently communicate. Okay, so if you're a pattern, you're going to consistently communicate to me and you're not securely attached, traumatizing, whatever stuff you got going on pattern. So you're building your karma. No, you're just doing your karma. And I will know it because it will be a wheel like the wheels on the bus that go round and round. And so you will come in and out of my life and you will use repeat conversations like a parrot. And in fact, eventually I will just know what you're... No, I won't. I won't try to guess. I just 
figure out your pattern, that's all. So I'm having a relationship with what is a person who's armored in their, uh, you know, brain, and that's it. And we have plenty of them, that's why we have 3D, 4D. So the bandwidth that moves, that doesn't change anything. We don't lose people of our oversoul. We learn how to coexist with them because that's what it's called to be a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. So our entire lovely human beings and all the life forms, they're part of us and we're part of it. So we understand energy and we don't do that there are saints or evils or devils. And so when I, for example, in channeling guidance, it's from the intelligence sphere and you can consider it Holy Spirit or universal love, however you want to word it. Uh, although again, the ancient silverbacks will obviously disagree with us, but that's for them. Uh, we don't have to believe what they believe. They don't believe what we believe in. That's okay. Okay, so that's exactly how it works when you have grown-ups in a room. And so when you have, for example, polyamory and monogamous, monoamorous people, or polygamous, which is a part of polyamory, and they're different. So polygamy is not only polyamory, it's actual people who exchange and have more than one sexual partner. Just so we're clear, Monoamory means you love more than one person in a special way, and that's something that people decide together by themselves, all that stuff, and then they share with each other. Monoamory has been coined recently, and that's because we do have people who think you can only love one human being, and that's because they think of love as you fucking another versus knowing that you have love in your body when your oxytocin gene hormone is on, which comes online when you're in a sued system. So you don't have to touch me for me to love you. If I can have fun, and that's why for polyamory, we also have platonic relationships. And we don't call them platonic though, because they're not actually platonic. When somebody used this word with me, I'm like, that's not platonic. I didn't know what it meant though. But uh, today what I can share with you is that those of us who love with our heart and soul, like the Rumi quote goes, uh, we don't know separation, and the reality is we didn't say we love you for pretense. It's something we feel. We feel safe to be ourselves with you. That's what it means. So we have fun, okay? And we learn to have fun the way you can have fun, and as long as it fits, that's great. And if it doesn't, we'll say it's not fitting. And so nobody uh, shares that their twin flame or flames are devils, evils, or making the wrong choices. We share with girlfriends and guy friends, right, our stories. So the people who are human suffering love narrative, they actually think of any love story as drama. And I have found that out in time, which is why I don't actually share about anything because love is love, not suffering. And the people who do human suffering, uh, they don't understand what I just said. They don't experience it in their body. And I know it because every time they repeat to me something that I had just said in one way, they're going to say it in a different way. And so because of that, and they're distorting my story, if you will, that is, no, not if you will, they're distorting my personal love story. Uh, this is where I think of adults. So the grown-ups will say, if you don't allow someone in your bedroom, uh, why would you allow them in, in, in your uh, romance? I'm going to say something different. Uh, I have a heart, it's in my body, and if you don't listen to the words that I'm using and you contest them, I know that you don't hear me. <laughs> and I won't be sharing with you 
my uh, in-depth anything because you just told me something very specific. Let me correct your story. And you also argued with me about it. So if somebody is actually a person who knows what it's like to listen, then they will know how to not actually say, I think what you're doing, <laughs> they will say, wow, that's amazing. Tell me more. I'm curious. And they will know you. They will start to know you. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. That can only happen if you open up your heart. And that can only happen if you're an open heart. And people who are human sufferers, they don't have an open heart. They have attachment wounds and trust breaks, and that's big trauma and small trauma, and they don't go to good therapy. So they live out the human suffering love narrative, and they don't believe in true love because they never met it, because they never met the ability to just be their self and know that you're not going to work for love. That means you don't hide that you're a mystic. You don't hide that you're a enlightenment soul age person that has channeling guidance or crystals, and you don't hide that you don't know everything, and you don't you don't hide who you are. Uh, you know how to say who you are, even when people are teasing you, and or making false uh, accusations. So that's why we don't actually turn into people who insult our lovely oversoul. We know it's a playground because we are having fun, and when they basically say something that's not true we know that because we know our own heart it's my heart body and the value body so our three-year-old stands still with a whole heart and our one-year-old stands still because the three-year-old is wholehearted but really it's because our teenager stands up for ourselves, and then we have the adult who says you don't need to actually uh, be a teenager and that's organic growth by the way so your body learns how to be in a soothe system when you have healthy self-worth because you don't back off from being yourself it's very straightforward. I've loved every moment of it so far. And when you do move into the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, like Sadhguru has shared with people, you'll just know you don't have a question. Like with your twin flame and flames, you don't have questions. You know, and you know there are people like you, which is why you don't need a twin flame coach or uh, you don't need a saga. And anyone who is still trying to prove that they have the science of twin flames figured out uh, is a teenager who is exaggerating because of the love they have or no, then we have the opposite. There's no twin flame at all. <laughs> so it's all torture. They're all traumatized. They're all cults. And there's your exaggerated teenagers. Whichever way you want it to go, a grown-up will be like, wow, those are liars, liars, pants on fire. And that's because uh, we don't need to write a book to prove it. I loved seeing this comment. So they went and because this tarot reader says he, his theory, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, this person's theory of the whole twin flame is that you don't actually get romantically involved ever. You and your twin flame will not <laughs> be a couple. And so fair and square, the twin flame, when people have one, they will say this is the one. When I had only one twin flame, I was like, this is the one. And I remember very much all of that which connected us and still does in the sphere of consciousness because I'm a mystic. So I have dreams of them whenever stuff's going down. And we, in fact, confirm to each other. We have conversations. This is where uh, it's not any stages, people. It's actual just people being people. 
And a mystic doesn't have questions because we know how to say, hey, how's it going? And to talk about ourselves and to be welcomed as ourselves, as people that we love know they're welcomed as their self. So the oversoul and twin flame or twin flames is not a science. It's a way that you just know. And because love is free, so you accept people for who they are exactly as they are. You don't say, I'm going to change you. That would be a martyr superior in a codependent type behavior. You don't say, I'm going to take care of you. That would be a caretaker with, I will put myself to the side for you and just nurture you. And then when I'm upset, just say, oh, well, I have only myself to blame because I want to make everybody happy. And Or they then switch to being, uh, I'm going to accuse you. So those are codependent types and people who don't move into becoming their own secure attachment. And uh, that's safe base, secure base, safe haven, excuse me. So learning to regulate your nervous system as emotions arise and then having conversations with people and saying, this is who I am. Okay, so when instead you can say, uh, this is who I am. And this is what you get. Now, sometimes we do have areas that we compromise. And that's why when things go differently, as we expand consciousness, we have moments where we fix how we're hanging out, doing things. Okay, so that's why there's not stages. It's just an evolution of what is called an intimate relationship. Because it's intimate since you get to know each other and your hearts and all of that. And no regrets. No, we don't have regrets because regrets are only from those who are not conscious lovers. And usually what I see of the human suffering love, people who identify with regrets, they reminisce and they continue to think of what could have been, what should have been, and all of that. And they also romanticize it. And that's where the trauma therapists actually explain how um, the rumination is addictive and that you can wire yourself shut in your dark side of neuroplasticity. So people who do 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 that, let me think. Um, When you are in a space of the hypervigilant kind of thing going on, I would do anything for love, like, that song from whatever his face is, I forget his name, but uh, was it Sting? No, no, not Sting, shoot. Meatloaf, I think it's Meatloaf. I would do anything. So I felt those emotions as a teenager with my lovely teenage boyfriend, and I had such a good time with him. As I got older, I got better at being equanimous and in the middle. In fact, there was a specific moment in time as we were still in 3D energy but we were moving towards 5D where I was like, you know, what are you, you know, doing here? So there were moments of contemplation that I would evaluate. And that's where I was learning how to be more in the neutrality and duality and to navigate my suit system. So I was learning how to get into just being an adult emotionally and mentally. And I wasn't asking people about it. I was just doing it. I did discuss venting, for example, with people. And that's where I realized they were not going to support me because they said, but it's only human. And I said, no, it's not. Uh, Meaning I can, I'm I'm a human. I know I can disengage from it because I have my brain and my mouth, but it's, you're not, you're not Jesus. That that has nothing to do. You're not Buddha. What does that have anything to do with it? 
I'm a human. And by the way, they were human too, so they did it. I can do it too. And I don't say it to be cocky. I say it because I, I know my emotions. So when you know your emotions and that you can do it, like Nike, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Do it. You don't make up excuses of, oh, it's just human. That's the human, again, suffering, love, narrative people. Uh, and so they don't go to good therapy and they don't believe in it. And they think that soothe system means you don't have feelings versus understand the difference, which they will understand once they actually experience it, if they do. But that would be if they begin to say to themselves, as I said, why would I spend time here? And so your equanimity land is your choosing. And it's not something, how can I put this? Uh, it Because it is a personal choice, and that's the part of why the therapists are right, you will contemplate if you are inclined to prefer the hyper and and this one i'm talking to securely attached people okay just for a minute because if you have had attachment traumatization this is so different before you can get to what i'm talking about you're gonna need to work with that body of yours and brain uh and all of it just in a way that you will know you will know why Anybody who went to trauma therapy and knows about somatics and sensory motor will know what they're doing. So that's the difference of why you want to inform people why yoga helps, why mindfulness meditation helps, and that's why data is important. The neuroscientists and trauma experts can explain all about it. But what I'm trying to get at is uh, what I'm about to describe is only somebody who has easily been able or through time uh, get to know how it is to be an actual soothe system in their body and so how to be just yourself and know I have a right to be giggly and happy all the time and the minute you talk down to me or that's not going to work because you're forth you not me you're playing some game and you're working for love and I don't work for love and you're either going to be I'm doing you a favor basically or I know what's right for you and those are both not healthy self-worth people they're codependent and thinking they can be your parent and your parent if you have secure attachment will not have been that way so you will know uh, you can't change me uh, and nobody asked you to do me any favors especially if you're gonna give me a list of what you've done for me like that that one is gonna basically be thrown in the trash but learned and I won't be coming to you because you just presented me a list it's like presenting a friend a bill for being friends okay so I will accept feedback from people who pay me and this is for marketing personal development is different because that's where as a direct communicator with a disclaimer it will be, you will achieve your unique results about being yourself, but also I will share with you exactly all of it along the way. So there aren't going to be surprises. There's going to be a very clear, I give you direct communication. And if you don't like what I will give you, you will get to choose. And that will be, if I'm not a match for you, I totally can get it. That's okay. And that's it. And so because you do this ahead of time, a person doesn't have any false expectations and professionally this is very important does it mean it's a perfect science no of course not you learn along the way and sometimes you're going to get 
like with the Ursula song where she gets people who complain about her magic, uh, you will get people who will say, you didn't do something. I've had plenty of people, no, I've had a handful of people in my love circle, not, not professionally, no, because I'm that direct of a communicator and I will consistently communicate. And so I don't uh, lie and I don't pretend and I take any client very seriously and I take myself seriously. And in fact, if there's any disservice, we talk about it and then we figure it out. That's how it works. So we don't have the fear of anyone because we're not selling a magic wand. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's where some people, they do. They, they exaggerate and so they find themselves in certain situations. Um, that's why the disclaimers, we have it all over the place for professionals because we are used to people not understanding their own personal grown-up responsibility. And uh, I would say if you don't agree, then you should just go to therapy as at least you can uh, go and sue them for real because there's a board of experts that could, you know, that whole thing, they, they get approved like lawyers. So that's where law takes those professions seriously, like police and nurses, which is why they're getting trauma and attachment informed by the minute by those who know that they need to and why they're getting forced, hopefully, as soon as possible to uh, get therapy from good therapists that are healed because we want anyone in any of those positions to actually be held as healthy self-worth people that navigate their higher human social functioning brain areas because that makes them smart. Their instincts won't get lost. Now, they can maintain vigilance, and that's because you don't lose that when you're out in the field, uh, out in the open. No, you're going to become actually a more ideal observer because you're going to, um, like with Will Smith, does anybody remember Will Smith in um, Men in Black? The first one, where out of all of the people, the best of the best of the best, right? The military people, they all go there brainwashed, and that's because they are. Uh, they're okay with getting yelled at in their face. I mean, I've talked to people. I have military friends. No, no, Maria, but they teach us how to do shit. Oh, really? Okay. It's okay that they, let, they, they treat you like a piece of shit? Mm, okay, I know your, your worth was obviously, but then again, it's generational because you're from the ancient time, yeah, they all have grandfathers, grandma, all of that, so how else are you going to be, you're not going to, you're determined, you are determined, you have no free will, uh, so you telling me it's cool that someone yells in my face, I just know you don't know what healthy self-worth means, I can't tell you because that would offend you, and everything you stand for, oh, that's right, because I am an American, and I was born in America, and I got to learn, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the day that I forget, <laughs> and I forget it, yeah, it's okay, I, I used to know it by heart, um, to, <laughs> and yeah, let me not go there right now, oh my gosh, when you realize what you've been sold, oh, my lovely America, I love you so much, but I will not be an ignorant American at that, no, and I won't be an extreme uh, of the other kind either. I'm going to be a normal human being who says, I had studied political science, and I do remember one thing that was shared with me about politics and the government of America, and that it was a teenager <laughs> compared to the Europeans who were like old folk. And so I said, wow, that's interesting. I wonder when the American 
is going to move the politics. This is a system. So I was like, I wonder when we're going to move into becoming old folk. And lo and behold, we're seeing their teenager right now. And uh, the world, the rest of the world has issues going on too. Don't get it wrong. But at the time of my awakening to, wow, you, you fucking lied to me and you talk about brainwashing and look at you, America. I would say that having to do the Pledge of Allegiance every morning, or yes, the cross too. In, in Italy, they have this thing with the whole cross because they used to have crosses in, in schools and now they don't. So, you know, tradition, that's why we have traditionalists rising up from, no, they haven't risen up from the ashes. What it is is that they're freaking out inside and, you know, how it is when there's too much, too soon, too fast, and the globe is one, and apparently they don't like it, and they don't like globalization, and I started hearing this way back when. So when some of us are global, I raise my hand, I'm a world person, and when some of us say, I'm human, I'm not just American and Italian from my heritage, and actually, if I need to specify America, I am from America because I was born there, but I already know my ancestors, and I know because obviously you... America of now, unless you're a Native American, uh, they're all invaders. We do know uh, what is called the Europeans invaded North America and I believe the rest of the um, South America, right? If I remember, because I'm horrible with history, but if I remember correctly, there were people there. And wait a minute, what's the comedian's name? That British dude, uh, what's his face? Shoot. Oh, the American dream. And I forget, Eddie Izzard. Oh, I love Eddie Izzard, the American dream. Anyways, and when he's standing with a rifle in India and he's pretending to be, he's pretending to be from the UK and he says, and I with this rifle, the Rifle Association, stand here and claim India to be of the Queen of England. And they're like, but we're, we already live here. We don't, I don't care. So essentially he eventually says, I enforce it with the gun that I have. And yes, the Europeans went to North America, Central and South, and somewhere also Canada, and did the same thing. So can we disengage from yelling at each other? Because I know the traditionalists, wait a minute, that's the part of the hypocrisy. So as I was saying, I'm not going to be an ignorant American, but I'm not going to be an extreme American either. I'm going to be what is called, when I was told, you are an antsy American, Maria, how dare you speak that way? And I don't remember how many of a handful of people were like, ah, you anti-American. I was like, wow, okay, now I learned that if I speak my opinion in the land of the free, that I'll be told that I'm not nationalistic. And apparently they don't have brainwashing here. Huh, I know what a fool looks like to me. Yeah, and no, I won't tell you because I'm four foot nine and I don't want to get punched in the face. I know I'm not going to be in a room with you because you're ignorant and ignorant is evil. In my book, you need a good therapist, but maybe cognitive dissonance and the fact that it's not going to be something you really want to do because why would you motivate yourself to see beyond the fray and actually get out of your ass and say, I don't like what's happening. Does it make me right or wrong? My culture, religion, any of that, all these words that I'm using don't make me right or wrong. I just have preferences. It's called, I have a subjective opinion of how I want to see the world and what I think about America and Europe. And the, so, I mean, really, it's a conversation when it's emotional grownups. One of the reasons why people find us boring. So you know what happens when you do know that you cannot, I, Maria, I cannot actually do uh, bullshit chit chat. Ask any of the people that know me. 
<laughs> oh, I love this one. I have so many stories right now. Okay, so I have people that know me and we love each other so much that we want to figure out how to hang out. So some of those loved ones, we have straightforward communication and that's where we're like, you know, we really don't share. And so we say we're sad about it, but because we care about maintaining a securely attached connection, not just some random. No, we want to consistently be, and, and here I'm, I'm being serious right now. When people care to be intimate, they find ways. And this is a story that, that recently took place. I'm, I'm staying vague, but it happened in a couple of moments. And it was so cute for me to see because I, I, I just found that beautiful because I know that I don't know how to have the superficial, that's why I was saying, I don't do, I don't do superficial shit. That's why my big man baby friend who I keep telling, it's not your personality, because now he's checking in, you do know I'm smart, yes, I know you are, but you want to do bullshit chit chat, you're annoying my brain, my brain can't handle, I can't do this, I, I, I literally, my brain can't hear him, and my ears just shut off, it's like, nah, I, I don't hear, <laughs> I barely hear anything, so long story short, I can't do what people want to do when they're suppressing their emotions because I know how to be a feeling human being, people. But I understand that some people, they need that. <laughs> and that, that's, this is a different story. So we got two stories going on. So in one case, when a person cares and they want intimate relationship building, they find a way creatively. And my friend found a way creatively, a couple of them, to have us have some type of conversation that could meet both of our brain satisfaction. In the other instance, uh, this is where I know I have some human suffering love narrative peeps. And when they're going through drama, which I cannot in any way, shape or form do drama with, I can't even here. I, 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 I literally can't turn off my soothe system. And that's because I'm in the presence of my prefrontal cortex and I'm in compassion, in a state of compassion. So I'm doing differentiation, I'm present, I'm listening, I'm attuning, but I'm curious, open, I'm accepting, aware and loving. However, my nervous system is not regulating to their drama. No, mine is staying in soothe system. And my zero one-year-old is cool and my three-year-old is cool. All of my, I'm, I'm presently there in my compassionate physiological state. I'm not siding with them as they're describing to me what's going on because I know they're upset right now which makes me know that they're going to exaggerate one way or the other. If they're excited, I also know they're going to exaggerate, like I do, because that's the same thing that I've done. And I learned in my way, me, Maria, to handle it, because that's the part of when you're a functional adult with meta-awareness. And because people will have told you, my oversoul, as I grew up, stop being so sensitive, my teenage friends. Oh, you take everything personally. Yeah. And so, lo and behold, you learn how to work with your emotional plane. So... I know when some people don't have many options and I have learned to understand at least a little bit, well, but really what it is is I have friends who, who want to fuck around the way they do. So I call my friends up that are not necessarily close friends of theirs, but that I know they can handle what they need and that's it. And, and that's the way that I find uh, how to handle situations like that because they don't actually know how to do any different. No, they could, they, 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 whatever, that's their thing, not mine. But what I was trying to present is when you know your weaknesses and strengths 
and you know them based on what others are. It's not because their weaknesses or strengths. No, I like Maria. <laughs> I want people that like to have serious conversations. I know, though, that they have to be human love narrative people. So they have to be able to handle the unknown, unexpected, unwanted, everything, societal, political, religious, culture, all of it, with their grown-up tone. And that means they are curious, open, accepting, loving, and they're okay with me having different opinions and them and living different lifestyles. And that's because they are a differentiated self. So they have healthy self-worth. That's the only reason. So it's if you have enough value to be objective enough to know you're going to have an intellectual, emotional, and physical experience called life, you're going to be presented to different people. And if you don't know how to converse with them because you get agitated and you exaggerate your likes and dislikes, well, you don't know love and you don't know how to be your own guide to love because you don't know how to maintain your prefrontal cortex and say these are people that are in other bodies from different places. We have different opinions and we're talking right now. That's all that's happening. Nobody is the key to anything and we don't need to make it into drama. That's when Kali comes up and then Kali gets out of hand sometimes, you know, but basically in a grown-up plane, we notice when Kali comes up and we try to get back into our Shiva with Krishna Lila and have a good time. So that's why you know a grown-up when you know one because they will do the same thing. They will consistently, like I said, they have value in the relationship because they want to know you and they want to share intimate moments with you we learn how to do that very well, I might add. Okay, so when we have those who don't, uh, we, the grown-ups, know how to make sure that there's a way of being on the same quote-unquote page. Sometimes you're not, though, but it's okay because we learn how to handle that. And uh, on that note, as we come to closing, I want to share some other it's a little bit of channeled guidance for my mystics and enlightenment functional adults, the ones of you who are more aware of your light body and about the oversoul, okay? So it's all relationships, but it's people who also have been experiencing uh, feeling expanded right now. So they have more time, okay? So this is where we're switching. If you want, you can tune out. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so when you do know about twin flame and flames like a grown-up and the oversoul, you know that you always have a reason for being in each other's lives. You don't need a guide for it. It's something your body will tell you. Again, you're a loving person. You're not a human suffering loving person. I need to specify this because if you are suffering, you're not yet in your soothe system. And it's not better or worse. It's that you don't know how to objectively just say, I have depth of emotions. I don't need to blame a devil, a saint. I don't, I don't need to go and pray to the angels, and let me share with you that one. So for me, it was moving organically from uh, praying to God, to talking to God, to then talking really to Jesus and the infinite source of intelligence, to knowing it's just an energy. Not just, but it's an infinite energy that is the consciousness. And uh, it's a yeah, multidimensional aspects. It's a frequency. The neuroscience and physics community, they're looking into it. They even have a word called hard consciousness. So you've got philosophers, they're debating. It's a, it's a topic for subject matter experts. So we're no less, uh, I'm no less of an expert. I actually embody consciousness like anybody else. And so there's that. 
and we don't need to try and make ourselves uh what is it called a <laughs> a figure so what i mean is uh just because people want to appear you know what i'm going to leave that one alone but nobody can appropriate themselves of the philosophical journey of discussing any conversation so consciousness it cannot be appropriated by oh only philosophers are the experts in the topic only mystics are the experts in the topic only neuroscience hopefully you're following only those who have a podium are experts in the topic no 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 an adult will know consciousness and this infinite intelligence sphere is not able to be appropriated to anyone like the infinite cosmos and galaxies and as people have pointed out in some of the articles one that comes to mind is where they said they went to mars i think it was mars and what they did fucked with the ecosystem of mars essentially they said you fucked up because we didn't have knowledge evil ignorance went and changed something and might have realized like the europeans did do in the world which is why we find ourselves where we are right now and i know because of my political science major and so that's why i stand down and allow myself to know every country is part of a globe and hopefully they will remember what we need to live and that way we can get to more important matters so uh again um we are all right now in a beautiful moment of expansion for the human love narrative people you will have been given the opportunity whether you're conscious of where you're headed or not to be rid of those who do not serve your higher timeline let me talk about this if your higher timeline is going to be the human suffering love narrative that's your lower toroidal field if your timeline is the human love narrative then your higher toroidal field this is not about demons devils evils lucifer i know there are esoteric groups that talk about the luciferian age because i've seen it online no please do not use ancient biblical text stories to talk about at least for my 5d mystics enlightenment soul age people about where we're going because they are distorted stories we have neuroscience with neurobiology we have a lot of new subjects that interrupts as well as the vibration and the frequency and why it can have effect on our bodies so why yes the schumann re- all of it but we don't need people like the as a terrorism ones it's luciferian era it's demons coming out from volcano land and the earth is rebelling against us and all of that so uh 4d exists and stays for those human suffering love narrative people because they stay in a teenager who will not appreciate open-ended conversations like this one that we're having okay they will say no no hard consciousness debate only only the ones with the podiums then they decide which ones they are some will say only the validated ones from the governmental institutions some will say everyone that is not from the governmental institutions some will say in the in between and here's where let's not create confusion they're all distorting the truth which is conversation happens all the time and they don't apparently know that 
And so if someone's shouting with power comes great responsibility, but they're shouting it and they're giving you crap about something, you know, you got a teenager in the room and that's it. And they got a story. So like I was saying, we don't, we don't talk about Bruno. So we do talk about our twin flames. Uh, we're not afraid of talking about them. As for the part of what uh, wisdom I can share with you when it comes to the charges, here's where your oversoul leads you to learn how to love yourself because your oversoul, which is your immediate family of origin, is supposed to, in the lovely mental health community, good community, they share with you, give you a third of attunement and repair ruptures. And as Gabor Mate puts it, you're supposed to, as an infant, grow up in an environment, and as any childhood trauma survivor who's healed and a therapist healed and healing and all that, supposed to have lovingly acceptance, not work for love one day of your infant growing up baby life and a forever, and in fact, no suppression of your basic human being emotions, and therefore a window of welcome to your window of emotions in all ways, shapes, and forms, even if they're annoying as fuck because you're a child growing up. That's the three things to then establish a secure attachment, a brain, the right brain mode, your right brain is the first year of life. That's all that's online. Then the left comes in. So we don't need a story about you being a program. When people talk like this, they're 40. Your parasite, your program, your reprogramming, they talk about themselves as machines. You are still a human being who has not embraced your humanity. You're a mammal. You have an embodied brain and a nervous system. You have trauma memory. There are charges. They come up. Sensations, images, affects, meanings, behavior. Behaviors. Good somatic experiencing, sensory motor psychotherapy, and just anyone who's a good therapist will inform you of this updated information. If you want to deny it and talk about Luciferian uh, era and demons and devils, you're a 4D mystic or 4D period. What, it doesn't even matter. I use that word to say you're duality. And in your duality, essentially what you are to a person who's knowledgeable about the attachment and all that trauma stuff, you have human suffering love narrative, you sit in your temporal junction, uh, you ruminate all day long, you have bad habits, and you complain about humanity all the time, and you apparently think you need to change yourself versus know that you are not yourself, you are a personality that comes from your childhood trauma. The uh, hostile, the darkness... What was it? The ghost. We got the doer. And then we got the last one, the are we good? Those are five childhood trauma survivor personalities that Patrick Tiahan lays out. We talked about it and I've seen all of them. So we have more than just that. And I've seen the clown faces and what I personally have had the longest time of a, it's not even a challenge. I didn't realize that the trauma therapist helped me realize Something that I'm still trying to conceptualize to share with you all, my regular listeners. When we're a pawn in a person's game, and it's not a game of manipulation in the way the 4D, no. When you're a pawn in a person's game that has a personality, okay, I'm going to use my big man, baby, child friend, because I've told him, when in recent conversation, he says, you do know I'm smart. And he said it with a tone that was concerned because I tease him at this point. Since we're friends, I say, you could use your, your smarts better. So he knows because I keep teasing him. And so I know when somebody is double checking with me, if I know about their intellectual 
And I say, yes, of course, I know you're smart. I'm teasing you. We're friends and we're making fun of each other. <laughs> and, and he says, I liked you from the first moment that I saw you. Why didn't you like me? And I say, first of all, why did you like me? And in fact, it was interesting. One, he got interrupted by people, but put the people who interrupted him to the side. He said, because I saw this person who was talking to you. And I know that that person is very selective. And so I knew that because that human being was speaking to you, that you're intellectually, uh, you, got, you, got, you got substance. Okay, so you'll notice how objectifying this is, by the way. For me, Maria. And it's not the first human being that informs me, uh, basically, whether they know it or not, I already know when a person has said, oh, I think you're, I think you're good for my herd. And I think that it's sad. Because see, to me, and that's why a feminine grows to learn how to use their own masculine and or masculine with their feminine will come to a person like me and say, you need to be selective or essentially I should say no, intelligence and consciousness gets you to learn that you will be selective. Because I'm remembering when I was a teenager, I got taught how to be selective for my well-being, inner and outer, and that's mental, emotional, and physical. And so I forgot about that part. So yes, actually consciousness will guide us to make choices. And I didn't like to have to be selective, and I still don't like it. But now that I'm a grown-up and compassionate and with the trauma information, I know, again, it's not Lucifer. It's people who have attachment traumatization, and they didn't admit it to themselves, and they didn't go to good therapy or whatever it is. They have wounds and stuff like that. They have suffering, human suffering, and they didn't hear what Jesus said, or, and they don't know what anyone says, actually. So um, my friend is sharing with me why I have value for them, which means that he understood that I was not stupid. And again, that's where you, you understand why people <laughs> want you. And it's objectifying because I don't want people in my life because they are valuable. And that's the part of where people who don't believe that some of us just love because we love. Of course, there's going to be something that has me wanting to build the relationship. But you know what it is? <laughs> it's just going to be you. And that's because we love you for who you are, as you are. And I'm getting emotional. So I'm going to cut that one out. And I'm going to say that's why when we figure out that we're a chess piece in a game that we didn't know we were playing in, and it's not because we didn't know, <laughs> it's because we didn't so know when people are uh, those personalities until you realize it. And that happens in a series of situations and stuff like that. So... Anyways, it's all fun. As you find out, you learn how to, again, put the say, nope, I'm taking my chess piece back. And here's how I'm going to play. And they learn. And the children learn. So my, like my big man baby friend, which is why he gets concerned. You do know I'm smart because I, I mean it when I tell him I can't hang out with you. And so every time he invites me to go somewhere, I remind him I have nothing to talk to you about for more than an, I don't have actually anything to talk to you about. And he says, no, but we do. I say, no, you want to fool around and you are doing everything that has no meaning. And you have this persona and I would not have had anything to do with you because you're not of substance. You want to fool around. Don't you come out to fool around? You come out to fool around, right? Yes. Okay. I don't come out to fool around like that. 
I want substance and you don't give me substance and it's not because I don't appreciate you. You're funny. I don't know how to play this thing because that, that I, I don't know how to do it. That's it. I don't have any interest in it. My body, my brain, all of it. I care not for it at all. And so here's where I get uh, uh, very excited and sometimes, uh, and really to him, I tried to make sure he knows, I love you for who you are, but I can't, I can't do this. So it's not, you're not stupid, <laughs> but I would not have been friends with you. And here's the deal. See, that's the part I said. I did not have any reason to want to engage with you at all after our first talk. In fact, the only reason is that human being who's my loved one who said to me, Maria, don't be mean. You're friends with all these assholes. <laughs> don't be mean to that person. They are harmless, they're nice, da -da, and they, they, they basically just said, be nice to him. He's a sweet person. He just has stuff that he hasn't worked through. And I said, okay, fine, I won't be mean. <laughs> and that's it. And then I got to know them. And, and so I said, maybe, you know, even without that, I would have still gotten to know you and we would have become friends. But I said, I was not interested and I'm still not interested in how you talk. That's all. So... When you know who you are and you're not going to compromise, this is why, you just say no, 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 no. Okay, you want an explanation? Fine, here, let me explain it to you. Let me be clearer. And that's the part of why people who think of humans as objects, uh, they don't notice until they do. Some of us are simple. We just love. But I know why people don't, because I was a teenager like anybody else. Difference is I chose my path. And it was thank you to Jesus that I did because that's my example of the functional adult. And it was forgive them for they do not know. And somehow those words made sense. And when I got to psychology books, I said, hey, God, there's no evil. I see human suffering and I have proof. I have psychology and you created subject matter experts. But that doesn't mean they know everything. And in fact, they don't. That's the point that I was trying to make. That consciousness is not property as is not property uh, any of the conversations we have, and a grown-up will know that, which is why they can continuously speak. And when people get upset because we take down history books from the pedestals and they think we're up for a dark era, it's because they don't know anything about uh, the dark ages for real. They, they're just using books from ancient times. So they're, they're sensationalizing something. And when you instead are a 5D mystic, enlightenment, functional adult, and you know the future... That's the beauty of what you know. Yeah, I know the future. I actually have seen my future. But if I want to equate it to you all, it's grown-up conversations. And it's with the updated trauma attachment uh, researchers and all that great stuff. And it's what we are doing already. So as always, history does repeat itself, but it does move into a different space because we grow more of our humanity. And we can save our lovely planet, as we work with the smart people who are not uh, doing gossip or suffering. So the data people are very beautiful and can help us. And when they call the mystics woo-woo pseudoscience, it's okay. We, we have good egos, the 5D ones. We know that they don't know what it's like. And so we get it, like with panic attacks. And oh, your life's so perfect. How dare you have panic attacks? It's all in your head and you're chosen. So anyone will tell you how to live your life if they're a teenager. The grown-ups, they don't want to tell you how to live life. They say, I want to know more about you. I want to know about your life. 
And when they hear about thoughts and emotions and your stories, they're like, wow, I want to hear more. And that's how grown-ups do it. And that's why Twin Flames, it's not chaser or runner. And that's because Twin Flame is still a person, people, and Twin Flames. And that's the part of where if you don't know how to unconditionally love, it's because you will not know how to love yourself first, which means you can't be of substance anywhere. Uh, and that's at least for those of us who are aware of what substance is. And again, we won't uh, insult you or lecture you. And we won't do the shame, blame, fault, or revenge. We won't call you a person who has an inner demon or a monster. We will not do any name calling at all. We will just know whatever it is we will have learned. And there is not a word. We actually choose silence. In the very moment when things take place and we're upset and we know we're upset, we will consistently shut that brain up for a minute, the left mode, and say, just shut up for a second because you're upset. There's no need for you to talk right now. Let's, let's uh, go for a walk. Uh, let's put on that music. We'll, we'll come back. First, I'm going to get into my soothe system. And the story, you all remember it, right, from my BFF uh, when I said, I, I'm going to take seven days. I need seven days. And seven days' time, I'll be able to address her like an actual person and who I am, and I'll be able to ask the one question uh, I want to know is, uh, why did you lie to me again? You know everything about me, like everything, everything. Even the fact that I forgive, I'm loving, I choose Jesus. Like seriously, I don't. I. 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 I'm. I'm at a loss right now. I need to understand this because I don't. I don't. And this is this is the real deal. This BFF. I had no. I wanted to understand this. And uh, when she said, "Fear," uh, it was the same cop out excuse every other teenager had given me up till that moment, including no, the 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 teenage boyfriend. No, at least <laughs> with him it was different. It was our relationship missed some things. And so that was why things took place. And so that made more sense because a relationship, when you're growing intimacy in a romantic sense, and that's you want to walk together, talk together, right? Walk, walk like me, talk, but not like that. But you want to walk, talk, and uh, share emotions. You're going to uh, have aspects that you will talk about. And so... That's why it's not hard to understand, and it's not, I chip away at myself. Healthy, self-worth people don't do that. They say, this is who I am. I'm not changing. Do we have another middle ground? And that's the part of where, so for example, with my teenage boyfriend, he's not somebody who's a bad person, never has been. Did I consider him as a coward? Yes, as a teenager, I did. I'm an attachment-informed person today. I know the story in a different way. What I can tell you, though, is that uh, there were reasons, again, very explainable. And so you keep trying in an effort to see if it works because you are good together. You want that until you don't, which is where once he said, no, I don't want it, uh, that was it. And I was awakened to what actual you know, relationships are. In fact, I was like, wow, he definitely not a person who knew how to love. Uh, then again, I also knew we were both teenagers. It's normal. And here, we'll close on out with this joke. A friend of mine and I were teasing uh, because of some stuff that's going on in his life, right? And so he's like, well, technically the first time, and so the first anniversary would have been here. 
but we're not going to consider it. And I said, yeah, you know what? The first time isn't always the best time. And we all know what I'm talking about. And he laughed at me and I said, see, and he's like, yeah, you know what? That's right. The first time isn't. Sometimes it's the worst. <laughs> I was like, yes, because nobody knows shit, right? So we all started laughing because that's what teenagers know <laughs> when you're an adult though, right? So uh, the first is not actually necessary. Yeah, no. Oh, okay, so enough about that because now I'm teasing, but you all get what I'm saying. And I hope you enjoyed tuning in to Functional Adult Land, 5D Mystic, Enlightenment, Woo Woo, Pseudoscience. Feel free to come back if you enjoyed and ask your questions. Have a great one.